Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched 90 Day Fiance Season 2. You owe me (laughs) 10 hours of my life back. But how much did you love watching this hot garbage? God, it's such a train wreck. (laughs) God, it's... uh, God, ugh. It's so awful. I can't wait to hear how angry you are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that I streamed it while I was at work so I didn't have to look at these people's faces a lot. And it did help my stress level because I would just put it on and just ignore everything else and just do whatever I was working on and it was fabulous for that so yeah that that was my plan my plan was to Mm -hmm. uh, have it on as background noise while I was working um, Mm -hmm. except I uh, have not been able to get to the office lately because of uh, uh, I don't have an arc, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> For the storm that never came. Um. Yeah, I'm in New Orleans, and Barry is passing over right now. Barry has been passing over southern Louisiana now for about four days. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's um, coming. I, I got trapped in my car on the interstate for four hours on Wednesday, but that apparently had nothing to do with the storm. That was just for funsies. I guess. Yeah, that was a prep. <laughs> <laughs> In case you had to be evac, this is what it'll feel like. Exactly. Get your beef turkey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I, I took a vacation day on Friday because I was like, no way am I going through that again. And Friday Mm-mm. ended up being a really pretty day outside. So, mm, <laughs> wasted know. a vacation day. Just take the goddamn vacation day. So, yeah. So, I've been watching 90 Day Fiance between um, hurricane updates. And that's been my last, like, four days. God bless you. I finished it on Friday. And I was more excited than I needed to be. I was Mm -hmm. like, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Very nice for you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do subscribe stuff. Let's do that. That's always fun. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave us a rating and a review. I'm going to say this. If you're listening to this show right now, like while you're doing dishes or cleaning, you have to give us um, a, a rating. Yes. I'm, I'm calling you out specifically. You there doing the dishes. You have to give us a rating. <laughs> Please follow us on Spotify. Yes. And you can follow us on Instagram, binge watch with us, all one word. You can email us at binge watch with us at gmail.com. Just your thoughts and feelings and just how your day is going. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could you could do all those things. You can DM us on Instagram if that makes you happy too. Yep. 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 Makes us happy. So yeah, let's let's talk about Ninety Day Fiance. This show was recommended to me um, over margaritas one night by a friend that apparently hates me. Yeah, she she hates me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, friend and, who hates us. <laughs> and I told her I was like, I can't do this show because I feel like I would be mean about people who are being taken advantage of and her response or maybe it was actually her husband's response was no they deserve it and I couldn't imagine (laughs) I couldn't imagine what they meant by that but now I understand they everyone in this situation deserves everything they get yeah yeah it's bad yeah. It's really bad. I, and I wanted us to do season two. I watched season one, and season one was actually not that 
scandalous. Mm-hmm. The, there were a lot of like really genuine couples. A lot of the girls that came over were actually very sweet. And the show is more about them adapting to American life. There was one couple uh-huh. uh, where I think the girl was from Brazil. Mm-hmm. And the two of them, I was very suspicious of them because the two of them had no personalities. So I thought mm-hmm. there's no way they could have feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's just how it works in relationships, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a boring fuck, then you probably could be married to another boring fuck, and that would work out. Sure. I sure. guess. I don't sure. know. I'm not a boring fuck, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, make such a claim. We watched nothing but movies yesterday. So. <laughs> No, and so um, season one was not actually that bad, but boy, season two just takes that dumpster, lights it on fire, and rolls it down the street like it's a parade. You know, when you approached me about doing this, I was like, fine, whatever, I owe you, I'm sure, for something, so let me just go ahead and watch this damn thing. And I would say probably, if it wasn't episode one, it was definitely episode two, I'm like, this is a train wreck, and only because of one couple that okay. I just was so fascinated by. Do you just want to talk about Danielle and Muhammad for a little while and get it out of your system? <laughs> yes, let's get that out of my system because I they mean, are my favorite. Everything about her physical body language towards Muhammad just threw up red flags constantly. I could not even stand it. And I think I even texted you or IM'd you or something. And I was like, boy, run. You're in oh. danger. I was waiting for the cops to show up. Muhammad's gone, and he's been chopped up and burnt in a fire pit somewhere. She, when she thought, because he was flying over from... Tunisia. Tunisia. And something happened, of course, and he was in New York for forever, I think at JFK. Then his cell phone died, or... Yeah. She couldn't, she couldn't get in touch with him, basically. She was just... She went from, I can't wait to get married, to full-on breakdown, crazy person mode. Yeah. And then this is my thing. So then they all pile in. I I don't even know who it was, but it was like her kids and maybe her brother or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who that dude was. But a friend, let's say. And they all pile into the car. And then when they get to the airport, they're already like an hour late. And I'm like, what <sighs> the fuck? I mean, you you get there early and you just sit. I don't understand that we were already an hour late. You have no form of communication. This poor man has been traveling for, you know, eight days straight and you can't even be on time. Yeah. <sighs> She's a fucking disaster. And then when yeah. she when she saw him, I was like, to me, she acted like a, a obsessed teenager. Yes. It's not. So as much of an asshole as he is, I think she's just as insincere. What she feels for him is not for him. It's this idea that she has mm-hmm. of a man that's come to love her. She doesn't yeah. give a fuck who the man is. Yeah, oh no, to, absolutely not. To have that physical reaction, it's like almost made up. Like she got those ideas of how to respond from like Lifetime movies. You know? <laughs> or her daughters. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Mom of the year. Oh my God. You want to know how to raise some insecure kids? Ask them about marriage advice for yourself. What? 
I, she would be like, I, well, I kept saying, what do you what do you think Muhammad's gonna do? They're seven. They're they're like seventeen, fourteen, and twelve. Do not talk to them about your marriage. All I kept thinking the whole time is, I'm so glad I had the greatest mother in the world who never asked me, uh, put me in that situation at that age. Because honestly, what the f does your twelve, fourteen, and seventeen year old know about love? Honestly. <sighs> Uh, or marriage advice what do you not have any friends in my head she has no friends because in my head she reminds me of a family member i'm not going to say who who gets catfished pretty much all the time uh-huh. and so she's been catfished a lot in the united states so now she's gone elsewhere to look for quote unquote true love from a 26 year old 26 she's 41 that's the other thing you have all these like preteen teenage girls Mm-hmm. And that was my first, like, well, it wasn't my first problem. That was on the list of the first page of problems. <laughs> Is that you're bringing a 20-year-old man that you've never met into a house with younger girls? Like, because yeah. my, 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 one of my very first thoughts was, oh, he's going to sexually abuse one of these girls. You don't know him. I thought he would maybe fall in love with one of the girls oh. and, like, be like, sorry, I don't like you. I like your daughter. And then that's when everybody gets chopped up and goes into the fire pit. Cause... I guess, yeah. But oh. I kind of felt like he was kind of sincere-ish. Like, I think he generally liked her in the beginning. But it was such a shit show that he was like, what did I get myself into? Oh, she absolutely tricked him. Well, she did. Well, one, she's like, I scraped, uh, you know, I worked overtime and scraped together money to get them there. But obviously by not paying other bills, too. Right. Because they got their electricity shut off, their phones shut off. You know, she had $500 for a wedding dress, which I was like, you can get a lot cheaper wedding dresses than $500. $99. You sure can't get a perfectly fine wedding dress for $100. I mean, nobody expects you to go all out. Everybody knows this is for a green card. Well, and that's it, the thing. Like, you want to pay $500 for a wedding dress, but you didn't pay your rent, which is probably like 300 bucks. Because, look, let's face it, that place wasn't great. And then you didn't pay your cell phone bill, which was probably like, I don't know, 150 bucks. Like, yeah. the, the decision-making is just... <sighs> and, and I understand him for then going to the... This is my favorite part of the whole entire show. The immigration lawyer. <gasps> Did you see that guy? What? That's why I was when like... He, when he walked out in the back, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I started laughing. That's why I told you. I was like, when you're 12 minutes into episode eight, let me know. Because... This immigration lawyer looked like his side project was some sort of garage punk band, maybe. Oh, no, he absolutely works at GameStop. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) He played D&D, obviously. And he was, how old do you think he is? I thought he looked young 20s. Yeah, at least, at the most, 24. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, do you not need as much college for immigration slash divorce slash whatever else was on his window i literally died i just fell out of my chair when i saw Guys, that's not what lawyers look like cut it out <laughs> and he made a wait for like a half hour i was in tears i was like what what were you eating yeah what were you doing you have no other clients Stop are it. you kidding me plus how much uh. did he charge you i need the answers to these questions because if it's more than 50 bucks you were definitely ripped off you know, they, I was wondering if the show started paying for things for them because, like, they mm. said, like, oh, 
the cell phones got cut off and then you see her using her cell phone and oh the electricity got turned off and then the lights are on and i'm like when that was you know they're getting paid for the show sure right? sure so mm-hmm. i don't know maybe the show was advancing both of them maybe. money but i also wondered like if you can't pay your electricity bill uh, this guy has muhammad has no way of making money how did he pay for the lawyer i don't know well, and that's, so that was my other thought with this and a lot of these other things is it's like, okay, you're packing up, well, you're moving to another country. I, I'm assuming they left everything behind, but everything. what they could pack in a suitcase, which yeah. first of all, no, I've got too many books to bring with me. I'm sorry, uh, Prince William. I just can't. I need yeah. all my books. Um, that's the first thing. And then I need all my pops and then I need all my purses. So literally I can't just move in like two suitcases. But I don't think that man had $10 to his name. I don't think so either. I don't I don't know what he did in Tunisia, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he had a comfortable life there. I liked in the recap show how they mentioned, like, uh, does this dude have his own family? Because he was never mentioned. Uh, no. The, the family was never mentioned. Not at all. Not at all. Well, she was such a train wreck. I don't know how they could have squeezed anything else in because... Right. God damn, she would paw at him and just like <gasps> latch on to him and just boo-hoo and sob like just like a crazy person. Oh and, my god. And he had terror in his eyes. That wedding day when she comes to him and, and, and or when he goes to her and she's crying in the bedroom and she's like, It's not fair. Yeah. What you're doing to my daughters. That's what pissed me the fuck off. Because me too. she keeps using those preteen girls mm-hmm. as as like a bargaining chip i don't know it's disgusting it's disgusting and um also shame on you he didn't do jack shit that was you sister exactly. you being mother of the year <gasps> not bringing him in my my other favorite part of this storyline couple is when he goes out to the park and plays soccer i think it is oh, i think i started liking him then <laughs> and then they go to the bar and that other woman is like digging in his pants I thought I was going to die. I was like, dumper, 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 and run to this other woman. At least she's pretty. I texted you, and I was like, a literal pile of walking trash is hitting <laughs> on him at a bar. <laughs> but I loved it, because I was like, she's probably in her 40s. She didn't look like a spring chicken her damn self. And girl. But you know was... what? She looked like she had it together enough to buy herself a pack of cigarettes. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, at least she's getting her, her checks uh, from the government on the regular. You know? What are the, what are the uh, my favorite murder ladies call the ladies, like the moms from the 80s that smoked the Virginia Slims, like Dawn. Debbie or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of is she's a Dawn right here, right here. But God, that was my, I just, I, I was literally <laughs> rolling. And this is my other thing too. And they weren't the other couple, the only couple that there's no sex nope we're not having sex till the marriage and all this stuff and i was like and then even even when they got hit when they got married and he's like i can't kiss her because it's my religion and i was like no this is totally for the green card totally it might not have been in the beginning but it sure as shit was towards the end i don't know how long ramadan is he was there for 90 days. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't last 90 days, for sure. <laughs> well, no, but it's against his religion to have sex before marriage, period. And Fine. then I think okay. you can't Fine. do any of the, um, any physical contact? 
question mark? I don't know. Nobody told her that. She was basically (laughs) sucking on his neck the whole time. (laughs) And Uh. she's like, oh, he can't kiss me and we haven't had sex. And I was like, honey, honey, what what are you expecting (laughs) from this man? So who catfished who in that situation, do you think? Did she trick him or did he trick her? I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I think she tricked him. I think in the beginning, I think he had very good intentions. He's like, I like her. You know, we're getting married. I'm going to leave my country and I'm going to live with her because it sounds like I'm sure she spun this all kinds of which ways. Oh, like I've got a three bedroom um, house. Yeah. And it mentioned the three bedroom house was like, I don't know, 100 square foot. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, and then he's like what did I walk into? And then with the, I lost my job and we don't have any money and this, that, and the other and keeping all that from him. I can understand him being pissed. I'd be pissed too. I think that's what he flipped and he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Now I'm in it for the green card. I bet you they still didn't have sex. I don't think so. I don't think they had it. She tried to have the marriage annulled. And I bet you that that's one of the the things that she used as grounds Mm -hmm. for annulment. Uh Uh-huh. Because, boy, like, I think, what was it, the next day after they got married, he left? Yeah. Yeah. Again. he was gone for, like, two weeks. It was the greatest. But Uh. did, so let's do the recap on them, because apparently they did get married. But apparently, there was some other stuff going on besides the cell phone and the uh, losing the job and the other thing. Apparently, she had passed bad checks and used someone else's (gasps) credit cards. She's a fucking scammer. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is on Wikipedia. I'm just assuming it's true. I'm not even going to doubt it for a moment. So, supposedly, after the show or after the wedding... Uh, Mohammed left Daniela. He went to Florida with a female friend. I bet it's that bar slut. And Daniela saw intimate photos of them on social media and consulted a lawyer. She filed for annulment or a retroactive cancellation of the marriage, which, if granted, would mean that he would be deported. Good for her. In court, Mohammed said he would fight the annulment, and the judge stated it would be difficult for Daniela to win. Daniela's lawyer advised her... To change the filing, and she removed the annulment. They divorced in October 2017, so I think that same year. And he moved to Texas. Thank you, Jesus. And she's still trying to get him deported. Still. Wow. And supposedly fellow castmates and fans are saying, girl, walk away and just move on. And she's still trying to get him deported. She doesn't have the money for that. Just leave him alone. I don't know how she paid for the attorney. Uh, I don't I don't know how much an attorney with that kind of beard charges. <laughs> you probably could do a payment plan like 10 bucks a week is what I'm guessing. Yeah. $20 down, $10 a week. It's like renting furniture. Do you want to talk about Chelsea and Ymir? Yes, because that was your favorite couple. Chelsea and Ymir. Ymir was from Nicaragua. Um, I didn't say that right. Nicaragua. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when this was when they were explaining the relationship to me i thought this is not real he is a pop star in a boy band in a boy band it is pretty successful Mm -hmm. uh she met him while she was there uh doing ministry work i guess i don't know um doing god's work he decided to now see I feel bad for him. I think Chelsea is a horrible person. 
she tricked him and told him, um, you'll have more opportunities in America than you will here in Nicaragua, uh, specifically in southern Illinois. Now, part <laughs> of my family <laughs> is from southern Illinois, not too far from where they ended up living. And I can tell you, no one has opportunity there. And especially... Especially not a boy from Nicaragua who could barely speak English. Well, and this was my thing. Yeah, he probably was wildly popular in his That's home country. crazy. He probably was. But I don't know if you remember in the beginning when she's like, we decided, meaning she decided she. that we would move to America because um, she was talking about how sometimes there's not water and ha- uh, to take a shower and sometimes you have to use a bucket and all this stuff. And I'm thinking... Yes, when you were volunteering, but I can't imagine this boy is living like this. Like, right. I mean, I don't know the the uh, structure over there, and maybe only the insanely rich have running water. But he seemed pretty, pretty well the, off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. not I mean, not a millionaire, but you know, um, he's definitely making money. I mean, they had people stopping him on the street asking for autographs to go get tattooed later. That is insane and And yeah to move to the middle of fucking nowhere midwest i could just see it in her eyes it it, i swear to god i could see it in her eyes that she wanted to take him away yeah from everyone else so that she could have her him all to herself Mm -hmm. she her voice made me want to vomit yeah you hated Um, her voice there was one part where I'm going to bring a huge rule on my podcast and we're going to do vocal fry for like five seconds straight. Mm-hmm. She said something like, uh, Yemir gave up everything for me. <laughs> and I feel like this is the one thing that I could give up for him. And I went, <laughs> she's so, oh. tell me why she looks like the, the female bandmate from the, from the Muppets from the muppets yeah she totally did she looks just like that chick in the band from the muppet <laughs> yes i want to say her name's like janet but i don't hold me to that i think it is Ugh, she was so gross get out of here with your fucking hippie shit Ugh, i hated her i hated her <laughs> i hated everything about her and my favorite part though where her parents lived was beautiful it was gorgeous. but her mom's like oh we have a meatpacking plan and they hire people that don't speak the english and i was like unbelievable and did you see his eyes he was like oh my god i'm gonna he's like i don't even speak english that well but i can tell that that was insulting but kudos to the parents for letting him live there leave your country where you're a famous singer and come live in southern illinois in my parents basement Uh, why why wouldn't she want to go live there with him and like go on tour with him and be rich in nicaragua like you could take your southern illinois wealth and be super rich there that's what i'm saying of course you know she didn't have a pot to piss in because she probably lives in her parents basement yeah i i exactly but yeah i know i totally agree with it and the um manager of the boy band man he tore my heart out he was so upset and he's like yeah. you're ruining the band yoko ono and yeah <laughs> all this stuff and have y'all thought about this apparently you haven't and he was dead on yeah and she they thought about and, shit and she attacks him like yeah. he's the fucking asshole i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> like 
no, no, no. You are the bad guy in this situation. Don't you see that? Well, and I liked how, I guess, the last announcement they had before they left where I thought he did a really good job, the manager, and he's like, whatever this kid's name is, is going to, um, he's following his his heart uh, to go live in um, Illinois in the United States or whatever. And she was all pissed off about how he handled it and how he made her stand up and all that. And I was like, he could have been like that bitch over there is still is breaking up the band and ruining this kid's life. Um, go fuck yourself, you know. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> and she stood up. She stood up and was like, uh, "Hi." And I just sit your ass down. You didn't do nothing. You didn't do nothing. Sit down. You broke up Menudo. Jesus. <laughs> Nicaragua was like, "We have one band. One yeah. band." Yeah. <laughs> And you're leaving us for a Muppet. But at least they went to Chicago um, and recorded. And, uh, and according to Wikipedia, that's, they did move there to Chicago. But they also ended up getting a divorce. <laughs> and they didn't get an annulment. So just she saying. ruined this. She legit ruined this dude's life. She did. Totally. Because now he might be too old to go back and be part of a successful boy group like you only get like four years at that yeah yeah well yeah except for they always you know you and i both know that all those boy bands always have a guy who's mysteriously at least 10 years older than the rest yeah, of them they, they do yeah they do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i was um boy that was a rough one okay how about we talk about brett and daya Oh, the Filipino lady. Yes, she's My from the Philippines. Total favorite. <laughs> she, she, I tell you what, she grew on me. When she first got off that plane, I was like, okay, I see, I see you. I see Mm-mm. you. Mm-mm. Um, but towards the end, she really was really upset that people thought that she was using him for a green card. Like, I, I believed her when she broke down crying in their apartment that day. Yeah, because his mom was mean to her or Please tell me why his mom is so beautiful and he sure is so fucking ugly. Well, that was my thing. And that's what I was telling my boyfriend. I was like, I can't believe this ugly fucking dude got two checks <laughs> to marry him. So Jesus. <laughs> and it's not like he's he's got a ton of money or whatever. He was living with those two older ladies. He was. Uh, wait, I was explaining that to my husband. I said, all right. <sighs> so this one. <laughs> <laughs> she's from the philippines she gets off the plane says my ring ain't real where's my roses he says hold on let me bring you back to my apartment with two older ladies and he's yeah. like well if it's his family i'm like no no they're not related no he just, just lives with two older ladies like mm-hmm. 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 That, and that's what some of these men really just needed a woman to come mm-hmm. in and go no this mm-hmm. is not how we're gonna do this as grown-ups you've got to get this shit together and mm-hmm. i and it actually works out better for those types of men because those women are stuck there for 90 days where if an american girl had come in and be like you live with two cat ladies like why <laughs> <laughs> well, they would have left my but, thing. but before daya she can't leave so Mm-mm. well and that was my thing too i was like you know that you live with two older women. Why weren't you like, hey, this is temporary. I want to go look at apartments with you first thing so we can move out. I mean, it wasn't until towards the end where they were like, okay, we need to move out and get our own place. Then his mom comes to stay with them. Then his daughter comes to stay with them. 
And they all slept in the same room. I was so uncomfortable. I just. No. <sighs> I don't know what that little girl's mom was thinking. Mm-mm. No. I'm not Mm-mm. sending my daughter to go sleep in a bed with a Philippine woman that I've never met. Like. Yeah. Also, that ring situation cracked me up more than it needed to be. <laughs> I was rolling. When she kept showing it to Jesus and everybody, look, there's a spot in it. Look, there's a spot in it. And, you know, and I liked how the jeweler was like, no, this is a diamond. And that's how you know it's a diamond. Yeah. What you're seeing is the uh, the grade of the diamond or something yeah. like that. So basically it's like, yeah, it's a diamond, but. It's just not mm, a great diamond. It's not a great diamond. It's not you know, it's okay. It's a, it's a fine diamond, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was fine for the $350 he paid for it. Yeah. yeah. She, um. Well, and then when the little girl locked her out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I just about peed all over myself. I was uh, like, oh, shit. It's oh, a parent shit. trap. Oh, my God. I was waiting for that. And that little girl looked a little evil, too. I'm just going to say it flat out. That little girl did not look like it was his. Oh, did you see Sorry. the mom again? I'm yeah. like, what? Is, was she was beautiful. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I don't he's, understand how maybe you got Maybe he's her. got a great personality. I'm not sure. Because he's so wishy-washy. I just Ugh. wanted to sock him in the nuts. Yeah. He was, a, he was definitely a pushover. I mean, even his daughter treated him like a pushover, you know? Everybody did. Yeah. And I do think his mom was looking out for the best interest, but um, I didn't think it was fair for her, Daya twice to be like almost like you have to choose between your daughter and me because we're not getting along and then to say you need to choose between me and your mom yeah basically i I was like girl no you don't want to put yourself in that situation because that's just you should start off a marriage with ultimatums i mean it's not a great you know you're in a relationship um with a man who has a daughter from another marriage Imagine the first 90 days of your relationship, or let's just say the first 30 days of your relationship, his daughter was with you all the time. Oh, God, no. I that's just, what mm-mm. I'm saying. Like, it's not, that's not a great idea. Mm-mm. Now imagine his daughter's with you all the time and his mom, the first 30 days of your relationship. Yeah, no. No, no it's I, not going to happen. Let me tell he, you, uh, my boyfriend he did has- everything he could to fuck this up, and for whatever reason, she stayed. Because she had no money to go back. Yeah. Brett and Daya did end up staying together. Mm-hmm. And I think that they had a baby girl. Yes, Isabella. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, yeah. so so I, by the end of it, she had me convinced that she really yes. did care about him. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. It, the problem was is that he was he was a mess. He was just he was just a disaster. Mm-mm. Until she showed up and, and got it all together. Yeah. Okay, next couple. Who Let's are we talking talk about? about Justin and Evelyn. Justin and Evelyn. Evelyn was from Columbia. Evelyn oh. had a really cute little voice. No, she was my favorite. Do I say I that about her. everybody? <laughs> because he gets her off a plane. They go have a night of sex. They get up the next morning. He's like, here's the dishes. Here's the washer and dryer. And I'm going to sit down and watch TV. And she's like, um, but, um. And he's like, but I'm going uh, to go watch TV. And I've been like. The- Go game, fuck yourself. The, the game's on. <laughs> so, hey, you're so, paying for me to go back home, you motherfucker. Dustin asked me, he's like, okay, so which one is the mail order bride? And I went, that one. <laughs> she is. Yeah. No, totally. He ordered a maid and, and yes. just imported her from Columbia. Yeah, that's yes. what he did. 
and my favorite with all these men is they got these women in. You know, they had their first night alone. I'm assuming it's on a Monday or a Sunday, the way they all had to go off to work the next day. And I'm like, now, come on. They just got here. You couldn't take three days off from work or two or one day. Just get her acclimated. You're like, peace out, honey. Great night. <laughs> Schedule I'm the going flight for a Friday night. Like, you've got time. Why do you need to? I don't know. I don't know. But I thought she was very genuine. I liked her a whole lot for him. And he was full of shit. Everything that came out of his mouth was full of shit. Now, and the and it wasn't just the dishes that made me say, oh, this is a mail-order bride. He hid her from his yeah. family. He <laughs> did not want his family to know about her because he knows that he got a mail-order bride. Evelyn didn't know she was a mail-order bride, but no. Justin sure did. I think he realized that she was not going to do his dishes, have sex with them, and be a 1950s housewife. Like, she had an opinion because, I, I, I you know, it wasn't full on, but she slowly kind of made him do things that she thought was right by, like, well, inviting his parents or his mom to the wedding and that kind of stuff. She said in the Colombian culture that family is really important, and mm -hmm. I think... I think he hates his family. I think he does mm -hmm. not like them. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, he built up this wall where he wanted um, a separate life away from them. Mm -hmm. But that's not how marriage works. Um, mm -hmm. She's marrying his family, too. So she was kind of like, look, y y they have to be a part of this. They just have to. Well, and, and I like that about her because yeah. I think he... he I don't think he was expecting it, but he knew she was right in some respects. Like, I mean, come on, you have to invite your mom. I don't care what's going on. Like your dad, probably not, but your mom has to come to your wedding. I mean, and she, she, she wanted to, and you could tell she was hurt down to the core when he was like, we're eloping and nobody's invited. Even his brother was like, dude, what? <laughs> what is his accent? I could not tell at all. I, what is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was maybe he's he's like me where I uh, I think a lot of people are like this. They pick up on the accent of the person that they're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think maybe that might have been part of the, like just the way he said elope. And I was uh, like, yeah. that's a weird way for a white person to say that. Can we hand out an award to the best family member ever in this episode or this couple, which was his sister-in-law? That sister-in-law Holy was shit. such a bitch. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I thought she was going to drown Evelyn in the pool. Well, and did she have a Visalines on or something? Because her teeth looked like blue. And then I was like, well, maybe she's sipping on some sort of blue Kool-Aid like the kids are drinking. Like I couldn't yeah. figure it out, but I felt yeah. like she had something mm -hmm. on her teeth. And girl, I told my boyfriend... I said, she is how I would imagine Pickles being if I had a mail-order husband. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> no I was like, way. Pickles, I'm marrying a guy. I'm bringing him in from, no. uh, you know, Panama. I don't know. Yeah. You know. I, would, I would really walk up to him and go, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> but she was such a pit bull. He just had that chip on his shoulder. Like, I know better than anybody else on the planet. And mm -hmm. I'm a man. And, you know, I don't have to listen to this. And walked away like a 12-year-old child. Now, and I've seen this in some of my friends. I've, I have a couple of friends who have had relationships that they have literally kept separate from the rest of their life. 
Mm-hmm. They don't introduce them to friends. They don't introduce them to family. They don't talk about them in conversation. Mm-hmm. I think that that's done subconsciously because they know this is not going to work out. And yeah, I had I'm, a I had a date uh, a guy I dated like that. Totally. I'm talking about you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so at least I own up to it. No, totally. No, I've had other friends do that too. Yeah. Where they've dated guys for months and then mm-hmm. just never said anything. I think it's because they know, like, I- I'm just doing this for right now. And I think mm-hmm. that that was Justin's plan. But I think, uh, and so I'm surprised that Evelyn wasn't more hurt by it, you know, because that he was that he was going into it yeah. thinking that this isn't going to work. I liked her a lot. I, yeah, I think she too. was one of the more genuine people on the show. Probably number three. She looked really pretty at in the reunion episode. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I really yeah. liked her a lot. Yeah. And Justin's not a bad looking dude. No, he just, I'm telling you, I'd punch him in the nuts as soon as I saw him. He's just not somebody yeah. I could even probably be in the same room with for more than five minutes. Let's talk about the next biggest couple of assholes. Jason and Cassia. Cassia is from uh, Brazil. Can I please read the Wikipedia about how they broke up when we're done with all of this? Sure, yeah. Because it's awesome. I'll remind you at the end. Um, okay. <laughs> Jason Flew to Rio not knowing if Cassia was going to be there or not. Because she was like, I might be there. I might not. And I was like, then don't go. They are a psychological study on bad relationship habits. He's 38. <laughs> She's 23. Oh, God. <laughs> and again, this is another one where I'm like, I feel like these mail order brides are marrying down to get to the united states because yes. she's gorgeous there were a couple times where i'm like why couldn't you find one better than that i think she just wanted to come to america i don't think she was genuine at all she said she couldn't wait to get fat <laughs> like all the other americans when they went to the beach in tampa or i think it was in saint pete i think it's fort DeSoto beach because i've mm-hmm. been there a lot and the look on her face she was like what is this this is the beach like the way she said it i fell out of my chair because i was like girl you know it those beaches suck if you've ever been anywhere else in the world and you see our the american beaches you're like um i don't want them <laughs> thanks <laughs> um what about that hair oh my god which one i Him or her? just i she fixed it. It looks great now. When she straightened it, it looked gorgeous. I don't know if it was on purpose. I don't know. Uh, it was confusing. She was weird from the get-go. Like you said, she was like, I don't know if I'm going to get on the plane. And he's like, well, I'm coming anyways. And I was like, one, you're a fool. And two, she's an idiot. Because she was there. And then they pretty much fought the entire time. She does a thing, um, and, and, and this always makes for a healthy relationship, where she threatens, if she doesn't get her way, she threatens with a bad mood. So, if you don't do this mm. thing, I'm going to be mad at you. Oh, mm. boy. Oh, boy. That's mm. not healthy at all. No. And he ran, like, um, I don't know, like an eBay business or something. They went to like garage sales and auctions and things of that nature. Yeah. It's an air quote <laughs> online business. Yeah. Him and his father, um, who I thought was a pip. Yeah. He knew Cassia was afraid of clowns, so he came over to meet her the first time dressed as a clown. Okay, see, that's the thing. This whole oh, family 
is just a group of assholes who think yeah. that they're funny and they're not. They're not, but it, it did even the crack brother, up. even the brother was a fucking prick. Was he the one that sent the movie Green Card? Oh Jesus, I was dying. But um, it's not funny. But, None so, of them are funny. No, they're not. They all think they are. Anyways, <laughs> but how they were like um, he had gone garage sale shopping i don't know he left her there and she started snooping i'm sorry cleaning up <laughs> and she found playboy magazines well duh and had a fit and you knew they were for sale because he's like <gasps> stop eating that and had like a complete meltdown that's that's not he's not keeping that that's something he's selling and you're flipping out and i was like girl no. This is 2000-whatever-year. Right. And, and 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 she was just so outraged. I don't want this in, in here. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he's selling it. Oh, what see, you Playboy? believe him. I don't believe him. I don't believe that he was selling it. What did he say? He said it would sell for $8. Yeah. Really? I kind of thought he was, though, because he got really upset when she wrinkled it. But don't magazines actually cost, like, 4 bucks? So, like, what? That, like, that doubled in value? I don't know. Uh, I, come on. We got to know that everything in, that he had, total combined, he probably would make, if he sold everything, a net profit of $100. He was a fucking hoarder. Yeah. That's what he it was. was just, Ugh. oh my God. The oh, both of them. The God. both of them. Were, I was just like, they deserve each other because they're both assholes. And then they got married in Vegas. I don't know how he has all this money. The dad walks in the room and says, oh, I would marry you myself. And I went, oh, no. I was so uncomfortable. No, don't say that. So uncomfortable the entire time um, that was going on. She threw a fit about the bachelor party. Wait, he meets the family. They're both wearing T-shirts that say, I'm hitched, bitch. No, it was like biatch or something. (laughs) I was like, how old are both of you? I'm telling uh, you right now, I could not get my boyfriend in a shirt like that for love nor money. There is absolutely nothing in this world I could do to get him in a t-shirt like that. I am telling you flat out. Brett and Daya wore shirts that said, that's what she said. <laughs> Which, he reminds me of Michael Scott. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. I just yeah. put that together. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so read me their Wikipedia entry. Okay, so the Wikipedia entry. So after they got... Um, hitched. They separated in 2017, which mm-hmm. I think is the same year the show was, or it was 2015. I don't know. So, time enough to get your green card. They divorced. They separated. In 2018, they filed for divorce after Jason was charged with domestic violence. Oh, no. Nobody's surprised there. I'm not surprised. In April 2018, they dismissed their divorce case and were working on their marriage. In September of 2018, he filed for divorce, and they were officially divorced in October 2018. Yeah, no, not not He hits at me because he loves me. No. He hits me because he loves me. She is emotionally manipulative. Yes. And yes. so is he. So. Yep. And or, you know, he had that look when he would get mad about it, like when he wanted to go out and when he was drinking, especially, you kind of saw another side to him. No, it was when, he was, when he innocent. was drinking, he was just a bigger asshole than normal. Right? Yeah. And I could see that happening. Yeah. Totally. I don't, she mouthed off to him. Yeah. You know, mouthy broad, broad and he backhanded her. And I'm yeah. not even surprised. Like you said, because she, she did just 
just yeah. kept going at him, kept going uh-huh. at him, kept going at him all the time. And it's not right for him to hit her. No. Jesus Christ. Okay, let's talk about your favorite couple, Danny and Amy. Was Amy was not- from South Africa. Mm-hmm. Was this your favorite couple too? Um, yeah, I guess if I, if I have to pick one, I guess, um, I, I hated them the least. I don't say that they were my, (laughs) they were my favorite, but, um, I didn't, they didn't bother me as much as everybody else did. Oh God. Now I I have to say. I was relieved when they came on the screen. Yes. 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 Can I say they are the, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's of wherever the fuck they ended up living. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Because she was very, she has a very same similar uh, skin tone to Meghan. Yeah. Princess mm-hmm. Meghan. I loved her so much. Like, yeah. I think she was my favorite. She, they Both of them were so genuine. Uh-huh. Um, they were both close to the same age. She was 23. Yep. She's 21. So it's not a big age difference. Mm-hmm. They met in Australia while... I guess they were both on some sort of Bible study trip. Right. I literally have no idea what that means. Me either. Um, I don't know why you would have to study the Bible in Australia, but listen, if if that gets me back to Australia, I'm totally studying the Bible. No, you're lying. You would. Yeah, I wouldn't even, not even for another trip to Bondi Beach would I do that. They seem genuine. Yeah. He made her a nice room in like his sister or brother's house where she had to live. So, okay, so they are Mormon. Both yes. of them are. So yes. that is a very big part of their religious culture is um, the courtship, right? And we yeah. know this from Big Love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do need to be, not supervised, what do they call it? Chaperoned. Chaperoned. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that that's weird but it's a mormon thing i guess yeah so but my favorite thing is they put her up in her brother's attic basically yeah the brother tells her you know look no no sex while you're in the house and for a culture that's based on family and stuff they sure do talk about how much sex they're not having i mean that's all they talked about so then the brother says just you know be careful because i can see through the floorboards i guess and i was like did you just tell her that you're going to be peeping on her while she's... So uh. disgusting. He was so disgusting. And he... I mean... And, I, you know, actually, I think all these men probably should have done something similar. Because it is a lot. Somebody, like, you've maybe met three times in your life. You spent a weekend or a week or whatever together to come home. None of these guys lived in big houses. Right. And you're basically like, I know we're getting married, so we're having sex because you're sleeping in my bed because mm-hmm. there's really no other option. I think it's kind of super creepy, too. There were a couple of couples in season one that did the same thing. There was one couple where the girl stayed with his parents. Mm-hmm. There was another couple where um, they were in an apartment together, but a friend slept on the couch to make sure that they were in separate rooms at night. So, Yeah. I mean... Oh, my God. Yeah, so this isn't the first time I saw this, where it was like, here, watch her, make sure that I don't accidentally have sex with her. But, yeah, 
Because even, did you hear when they were, like, spending time together and watching movies at night and stuff? And he was like, it's getting harder and harder to um, honor our commitment. So we decided to go ahead and hurry up and get married. Yes. Or something like that. And I thought, that was super sweet. Like, I was just like, who are you innocent, innocent, innocent children? I heart you the most. I mean, they're 23-year-old virgins. They're literally, yeah. Um, Yeah, she was. Uh, the the mom oh loved the mom the mom Amy's mom Amy yes I loved Amy's mom no yes Amy's mom I loved her yeah. more than literally anything I loved his mom Dustin got really mad at Danny's parents because there was he saw a scene where the dad was talking about how no I'm not going to treat her like my own daughter because they make their own life decisions and blah blah, blah. Yeah. and I I sort of understand what he was trying to say there mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know like mm-hmm. um you know I, you don't get to pick who my daughter is gonna be sort of i guess yeah. i think that's mm-hmm. it's still a bad sentiment but i think that the way that the dad vocalized it made it even worse but dustin said wait time out pause and he paused the tv and he's like that's his wife and i said yeah and he goes she doesn't look american and i said no you're right he doesn't <laughs> she doesn't the mom and the dad looked like an interracial couple. Well, they did. Plus, that his mm, one, he's a racist prick. So. Yeah, he's racist. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't mean I to mean, defend a racist. Yeah, yeah, he's a racist prick. Yeah. Flat out. His, Danny's father. But Danny's mom, Jesus, the second she met him, she's like, you're my daughter now. And yes. I was like, pump the brakes. But then she would, say, she would say something when they would interview them separately. And she would be like, well, I'm going to treat her like my daughter or something to that effect. Um, and then she would kind of side-eye him, like the husband, like, yes. uh, don't beat me or whatever. Yeah. And But I loved her because, I mean, every time she saw that was genuine. Yeah, yeah, she really did like Amy. I think she was just, I think she was happy for her son. I don't understand how could you be upset with that, that marriage. Well, I don't think the mom was at all. I think it's just the racist father. That was yeah, like, no, well, it was. It was the racist father. I mean, your son you is know. marrying a virgin in the same religion who gave up her entire world to come live in your culture. What are you mm-hmm. mad about? You yeah. Know? Other than she has darker skin than you. Yeah. And that yeah. was basically it. And, of course, he thought when he said, like, well, that's just a place, Africa, that's just a place we're not interested in visiting. And I was like, well, of course it's full of black people. <sighs> Of course you're not. You probably don't want to come to the South either. Same reason. Yeah. Like, that's duh. fine. You stay in Pennsylvania. That's, yeah, you live your sheltered life. You're going to be dead soon anyways. So. Nobody wants you in Africa anyway, buddy. Trust me. But I was like, dude, that's so insulting because not all of Africa is like the Serengeti. Like, pick up, put down your Bible well, and pick up an effing book. And that's what Dustin you're said. You're upsetting he's like, me. He's like, okay, I get that she's South African. He's like, but... Just because you're South Africa doesn't necessarily mean you're automatically black. No, not at all. So he kept asking me, but is she black? And I'm like, yes. He's like, I know, but she's from South Africa. Just because she's South Africa doesn't, uh, South Africa doesn't make her black. And I'm like, yes, I know, but she's South African and she's black. Yeah. (laughs) Well, she's definitely, she's definitely part of an interracial uh, relationship. I have a feeling. Maybe not though, because they really, you want to talk about places that really frown on that? That's Africa. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, um, I I don't know if it is now, but I know back in the day it definitely was. Like they the, would not have that. Mm-mm. The cringiest moment of the whole show for me was the passing of the torch. I um, hid behind a pillow. <laughs> I couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. That was 
too much. That was like the night of the joint shower, I think. The joint shower? Yeah, the the not shower shower, but like bridal and bachelor party. <laughs> I was like, who took a shower? Yes, they gave them a torch and then they took a shower but not had sex. That's what's happening there. They yeah, the two virgin. brothers literally said, um, this is a torch. We're going to pass on the sex torch. And I just went, yeah. And stop talking about it. Jesus stop talking Christ. about it. I'm <laughs> so, I feel like saying, have y'all had sex? Because you talk about it like the 40-year-old virgin, uh, how he would talk about it, you know, the movie, all the time. And it's like, have you had sex? Or did you have sex once to procreate, like, you talk about it like I would imagine 16 year old or 14 year old boys talking yeah. about it. Well, they're talking about it the way that people who have only been having sex for a year or two would talk about it. <laughs> exactly. And, that, and, and that's what boys. it is. They've only been having sex for a couple years. So, yeah, it is funny and giggly. I mean, it, I mean, sex is funny and giggly, but still. Yeah. <laughs> but the way they talk, I just, yeah, I was, I was like, stop. Please yeah. I, oh, stop. God, I, I really wanted to die when that happens. Oh, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, remember at my wedding, the the um, officiant, we didn't really know him that well. We literally just picked him off of a list. Mm-hmm. Twice during the ceremony, the officiant mentioned that like, oh, maybe Dustin and Elise will start that family now. Wink, wink. And I was like, no, stop. Don't say that. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I remember that. I was like, I'm so uncomfortable. I, 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 I just, I wanted to be like, tap, tap. I know I'm standing up here, but he's making me uncomfortable, and I can't. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go he in the said, back with the uh, work colleagues, and um, he, he said just, maybe they'll start that for the, a family of their own now. Two people at my wedding reception asked me if I was pregnant while I had a glass of champagne in my hand, and I was just like, I, I can't breathe in this dress. <laughs> I was gonna say let's let's talk about that for a second. You have I don't know three percent body fat. At that time, I was very, very skinny. You were. Yeah. And you were strapped into like this corset top thing. That did not zip up the night before. If if you were pregnant, I would be like, you're barely pregnant. Like you didn't get married because you're pregnant kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? We've been together for 15 years. I know. I I, Like now we got to rush to the altar. Yeah, and rush by rush we mean two years later. Yeah, because we, we we were engaged for two years. Yeah, we ran to the altar. Let me tell you. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyways. Um, so so what's the update on Danny and Amy? Well, they are still married. Good. Of course, because I just love them so much. Yes. They moved to Texas, so apparently Aww. that's where everybody comes. Yes. Why? I literally have no idea. Probably to get away from the racist dad. But they're in Texas, let me tell you. Well, um, I don't think you give Texas enough credit. Texas keeps electing the Zodiac killer, Ted Cruz. <laughs> I do not collectively think Texas as a whole. They had the first female fierce. governor, though. They did. So. And I am surprised how progressive and how, and it's probably just Dallas. It's like, it's like Louisiana. New Orleans yes. is very progressive and laid back. The rest of Louisiana, no. No, it's not a mess. at all. It's a mess out there. Yeah, Texas is probably like that, too. Yeah. There's probably three pockets of, of liberals, and the rest is yeah. not. But, yeah, I, I am still surprised by Texas with yeah. that. Um, because we had they had a gay pride thing here, and I was like, in Texas? Sure. Really? All right. This is allowed? 
I was completely shocked. But yeah, so they're married still. Uh-huh. And they have one son that was born in June 2015. And then a daughter that was born in July 2017. Her okay. name is Anna Elise. <gasps> oh, you guys, Anna is my sister's name. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought you would find it cute. Um, yes. That yeah. is super. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I knew if I, when I told you that, you'd be like, and I'm sold. Check. Those are pretty names. Yeah. Very pretty <laughs> names. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So that was that show. It was enjoyable. I don't know if I would watch season three unless you told me it was more of a train wreck. I had uh, I had more fun talking about it. Like, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm glad that I watched it because yeah. it was fun to talk about what a train wreck it is. My The friend that recommended it to me, she's on maternity leave right now. And she says that she usually listens to the podcast to and from work. So she hasn't been listening yet. So maybe I'll go grab some drinks with her and have a discussion with her about it too because it is fun to talk about. It's such, it's such a train wreck. It's such a train wreck. And it uh. really was... It's one of those shows, like I used to watch, I think it was um, My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. Uh-huh. If I was like sick, like sick, sick, where you really can't get up, that was like one of my go-to shows. Right. So this would be something, if I was laid up with the flu, I would be all over. All over. Definitely. I agree. Yeah, this is a, this is a flu show. This is something <laughs> to watch with. You're on death's door. <laughs> right. You're in and out conscious. Like, who's this? Where am I? I mean, I've been trapped, like, inside of a, of a hurricane that hasn't come yet. So, yeah. yeah, I guess you could call it a hurricane show, too. Sure. Why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah, I'll definitely. What are we watching next week? Well, there's two things we could be doing, but I think we're doing, and this is going to be a tight watch for us, I have a feeling. But we're doing Queer Eye Season <gasps> 3. Hooray! Now, it doesn't come out till like the 19th. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm going to watch that whole show in one day. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, exactly. That's why I'm like, it's it's going to be a quick turnaround on that. But we got to kind of get on it while the getting's good. So oh, yes. we are watching Queer Eye with my girl, Jonathan. Yes. Who I love more than life itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have an obsession session this week, do you? Kind of. I have one. Okay, so we all know that we like true crime, obviously. Um, Duh. So I've been listening to this book called Chasing Cosby, and it's about the Bill Cosby stuff. Oh, no. um, Yeah. Yeah. God. So, you know, it deals with all of his accusers, and I like the way the lady set it up. So she, you know, used to watch the Cosby, like the TV show, like everybody in creation ever did. It's how I taught my sister time because yeah. when, my, when my sister was little, you know, you'd tell her like, oh, mom will be home in an hour. She didn't understand how long that was. So I would tell her that's two Cosby shows. There and it's how, it's how she figured out, you know, OK, mm-hmm. at five o'clock when the Cosby show comes on, she knew it was five o'clock then. And then she knew yeah. that one show was a half hour. And mm-hmm. that's called that's called latchkey life. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's. You know, it's it's pretty fascinating. Cause, so she goes from that all the way up. But what she does is she talks about the different um, depositions and two trials that he had and all that kind of stuff. And then goes back and tells each of the accusers stories, each of the Jane Doe stories, because not all of them have come out with their name, but a lot of them have. And it's, boy, you know, I think it, 
I think before I started listening to this book, I thought it was like maybe 20 ladies. Yeah. No. I think the number is really closer to like 50 or 60. And it started like back in the 60s. Yeah. So this has been, this is a habitual going on drugging women's and raping them for decades, 40 years. Yeah. I mean, it's heartbreaking because like I grew up on Fat Albert, the cartoon. I loved Fat Albert. And then like once I was too old to watch that, then the Cosby show started. So Bill Cosby was a big part of my childhood. But man, uh, you know, now I'm like sick to my stomach that I like watching those shows because what a piece of shit. I know. It's oh my awful. God. It's yeah. just horrible. It's just, just horrible. And he did the same thing to every woman. He ground up something, give them a drink, give them a coffee, give them something. And then they'd wake up at their house. They'd wake up in their car. They'd wake up next to them and have no idea what's going on. Ugh. Just makes me sick Literally to my no stomach. Idea. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's been very hard, but it was like 16 hours. So it's kind of, if I wasn't listening or watching 90 Day Fiance, I was uh, reading that book or listening to that book. Wow. So that's really that's, all I have. That's, uh, that's quite a combination. Right? Um, Welcome to my life. On the flip side, gel, uh, sugar-free Jello pudding has been a diet staple of mine for a while now. So 60 calories, low in sugar. <laughs> But not pudding pops. Not pudding pops. Sugar-free pudding jello, jello. chocolate mm-hmm. and vanilla swirls is a staple. Ooh, look at you go. Yeah. See, I never could eat the lower fats, sugar stuff. Now when I have like full sugar stuff, it, it kind of grosses me out. Like I can't, yeah. I can't eat regular ice cream anymore, right? Like mm-hmm. non-diet ice cream, just ugh, it tastes too sickening mm. now so so no drumsticks with the fudge in the center hmm, that sounds so bizarre. no actually i do i will get those because i love them blue bunny makes some that are 120 calories a piece i was about to say yes and they make some now that are smaller yeah, so they're no, not they're as teeny, many they're minis yeah and i'll mm-hmm. get those that's a little good night snack when i was walking a lot you know we're talking 10 plus miles a day yeah. at the end of every day that would be my thing. Uh-huh. And when I was on Weight Watchers, it was seven points. And I'm like, totally worth yep, it. Yep, totally worth it. There is totally some things. I, I have to have like a little sweet snack before I go to bed. So right now, mm-hmm. or for a while, it's been the sugar-free uh, jello mm-hmm. pudding, chocolate, and vanilla <laughs> sorrels. <laughs> so that's my obsession session this week, I guess. There you go. Yeah. Pudding pops. Or pudding. <laughs> okay, guys. Join us next week. We're going to watch season three of Queer Eye. And I can't wait for all the self-love. Oh my god, I'm going to be crying the whole entire time. I'm so excited. Okay, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.